1: Mike Sealski, Glenn Macnow, 94 WIP. We'll get to the callers again in one moment. Before we do that, I just want to kind of go through the array of teams. We're only on until 1130 today, so I feel like we've got to get a lot of stuff out quickly. So let us do it. The Sixers win last night. Well, they beat a bad Orlando team, uh, but they win. As Shake Milton has the uh, game of his lifetime. Uh, Tobias Harris, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. They are playing without Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Theibel,
2: and they're winning. Do we make anything of this? I think what we make of it is that you you see kind of the maximization of what uh, Tobias Harris can be mm-hmm. in a way. We were talking about this before the show about how he seems to, more than even Tyrese Maxey, seems to fit what the Sixers need from from him, given the team that they have on the floor that night, when they have their full complement of players, he spots up and shoots three pointers. When they don't have those top three guys, he can do a lot of other different things. And uh, I think the fact that he has a max contract gets held against him in some respects. But all in all, he's Not really as much, a really
1: good player. It doesn't as much now because they have, they have other players who can take that pressure, right? Right. um and so he's not expected to do as much i think people forgot about it it's like a couple of years ago when he was the number two option mm-hmm. and he wasn't suited to be the number two option Hey it's great he did it yesterday and that's you know you needed somebody to step up and he did but when it when he was like the second guy that didn't work
2: yeah yeah i think there's a lot of truth in that and uh, he was really good in that game against the Nets, uh, and mm-hmm. they needed him to be, you know, when he left the game because of the ankle injury yeah. and then came back and yeah. was the best player on the floor. Yeah, that so, game was such a letdown. It, I mean,
1: it, they, they won the game, and that was great, but it's like Ben Simmons became passe all of a sudden.
2: You know, I think the other part of it, too, is that, remember, a year or two ago, the Wells Fargo Center kind of reaffirmed the behavior policy at the place, and apparently... I wasn't there that night, but every time a chant started to go up.
1: You're talking about this week or the, the year ago?
2: I'm talking about the the, the a year ago, the Wells Fargo Center yeah, yeah, reaffirmed yeah, yeah. the policy. Yeah, about, I remember that. Yeah, and then the other night at the Sixers-Nets game, any time a chant would start to uh, go that up, right? they would put the policy on the oh, video board. Oh, come on, man. So, are you kidding me? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It's, if somebody's listening know that. And can correct me if I'm wrong, please do. But.
1: I know they have the policy. There are... Parts of the policy I certainly agree with. I'm not calling for boorish, horrible fan behavior, although soon we will finally recollect a game where that occurred. But you got to be able to give it to Ben Simmons full throttle when he comes in.
2: Yeah, I I think so, too. And I wonder if that dulled the atmosphere at all.
1: Uh, If anybody was uh, there—was that Tuesday night? Yes. Yeah, okay. If anybody was there Tuesday night— and notice that as part of it, please let us know. All right, other thing I want to get to: the Flyers have now lost nine in a row. Yes, um, I think uh, I think uh, the highlights for the season are over. I think that kind of they, they started quick out of the gate, fell on their face, and they are not getting up.
2: N- not even Carter Hart is saving them no, at this point. And I feel so bad for that kid. I do too. He's his got numbers no shot. his numbers are dropping, and it's not really his no, fault No, <laughs> at all.
1: no, no oh. they're they're cooked. Uh, which I know is what you have wanted all along.
2: They they need to be cooked this year. They probably need to be cooked next year and probably need to be cooked the year after that. Uh, it's just the way of the world in the National a lot, Hockey League. Lot of, oh,
1: God. You're, you're calling for the full tank process.
2: Glenn, the deal. We, we, I know. we don't have hours to spend on no, this today. I don't want to have the,
1: theor- uh, the uh, philosophical argument over that. So, no. uh, But we just agree they're going to be terrible. And yes. Get a high draft pick and hopefully not blow that one. Yeah. Okay, third thing.
2: Your, you or your kids watching the World Cup? My older son, Evan, who is 11, is waking up each morning, coming downstairs, getting himself his breakfast and putting on the World Cup. Really? Yes. Wow. Each of the last three or four mornings, he's gotten into it. Uh, he's a Mr. He, soccer? Well, no, Mr. Geography. He and his younger brother, Gabe, who is 8, uh, are very much into geography and they, they know all the flags of all the different countries and they know a lot of facts about they play, all those countries. they play
1: world, War.
2: They do. And they are so much better at it than I am. It's embarrassing. San Marco. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, they, they are... Uh, on the one hand, I'm very proud of them. Yeah. And on the other hand, I am very embarrassed for myself. Ah,
1: that's all right. Um, not, that's, when your kids get smarter than you, it's actually... That's a good thing. It is so, a good thing. So... Um, they're not per se soccer, but they love the spectacle, exactly. which really is a very cool part. It is. We can ignore that it's in Qatar and they did all these horrible things and it's a repressive, horrible country, blah, blah, blah. The spectacle, listen, I am not a soccer fan. I think everybody knows that from me being on the station over the years. But the spectacle of an event where you have this many countries in the world is pretty cool.
2: I regard soccer to be a communist conspiracy. Uh, designed to inculcate the youth of America with the values of collectivism and flopping. So I'm against (laughs) soccer. Oh,
1: God, I saw one of those yesterday. (laughs) Just a horrible flop.
2: Um, I mean, I can appreciate that people love the sport. It's not something that I'm into to the degree that a lot of people are. Uh, I watched the U.S.-England match yesterday, and 0-0. Yeah. And I can, you know, I'm watching it, and I can understand how gifted these athletes are and how much skill it takes but it's it's just hard to watch for me compared to basketball or yeah. hockey or football yeah.
1: I, I nobody ever scores I I agree and again I've been down that road enough times I don't want to I don't want to insult soccer fans at a time when it is the a great right. world event and so enjoy it and I actually have watched a little bit my grandson who is 10 was very into it the other mm-hmm. yesterday so I watched a little bit of it with him and I'm like you know good let's all enjoy it yep and they tied England, which is, you know, pretty good. It's like a bunch of Brits coming over and, and tying the Eagles in a game.
2: I, I saw something on Twitter yesterday. They, they tied England, and England had a 13-colony lead, and we still managed <laughs> to come back. So God bless the USA. Uh,
1: three-year letterman? Is that who wrote Yeah,
3: that? <laughs> something like that.
1: Kevin in Overbrook. You're on with Mike and Glenn.
3: Hi, Kevin. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Mike. How are you? Hi, Kevin. Hope your Thanksgiving was well. Thank you. You too. Thanks. You too, you too man. Okay. Now, my question to the both of you is this. Are the Eagles a true 9-1 or a weak 9-1? And I say that by prefacing by saying this. When the Eagles were 2-5 last year, they gave up 80% to basically every quarterback that was a known quarterback. Mm -hmm. Since then, they played Jared Goff twice, Tyler Henderson three times. They played Kenny Pickett. They played Cooper Rush. They played Davis Mills. You're going to play who's on your schedule. Yeah. But they're not playing the caliber of quarterback. So whereas if you already won on one side of the ball, which that defense is good, now all of a sudden come playoff time and you're going against that known quarterback, yeah, what happens?
1: Yeah, well, uh, hopefully not what happened last year against Brady. So uh, your point is well taken, and you actually said it correctly, which is you can only play the teams that you play and the quarterbacks that you play, but you're looking ahead and thinking, At some point, they'll play a quality quarterback. So, Kevin, my question for you is, tomorrow, it's Aaron Rodgers in town, Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one of the 10 best quarterbacks, certainly over the last 30, 40 years, right? We all Mm -hmm. agree on that. True. Uh, If they beat Aaron Rodgers tomorrow, will Kevin from Overbook feel, okay, now now I'm feeling good about this?
3: The reason why I won't is because – a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to say broken thumb. Yeah. He's got a broken thumb, which I think may enter into what happens tomorrow. So All right, yes, So they no. need to do it several times. So they need to be, it more be than once. Prescott. I'm trying to think of who else. Daniel Jones doesn't count. Tannehill right. doesn't really make it for you. Who makes it for you?
3: Well you have no one else on the schedule, so that's the thing. There you go. Fifteen well, one, pal. I, I, that's just <laughs> it,
2: Kevin. I was looking oh, over Excuse me. I, I wasn't looking over the Eagles schedule, but I I have the uh, the standings up in front of me here and going through each team and the quarterback of each team that they could encounter in the playoffs, you know, does Jimmy Garoppolo scare you? I think the 49ers would scare you for reasons other than their yeah, quarterback.
3: Correct. correct. Uh, but but see, that's where I, I disagree with you on that. Do you get any c- good our average quarterback, weapons, they become better. Look at Jalen Hurts. Last year he was average. You gave him weapons, now he becomes good. Yeah, but I think it's well, not just – well, hold, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, because I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you all the time you need, but I want to disagree with you on this. Yes, you give him the weapons and he becomes good. That's, clearly it helps him. A, we talked mm-hmm. about A.J. Brown. But I also think his maturation is he is becoming an excellent quarterback not just because of his weapons. Can we agree on that?
3: Uh, oh, absolutely. I, okay. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Okay. But you give any quarterback legitimate weapons, they become better. So now they got Christian McCaffrey. Now they got Debo Samuel's back. Now Ayuk is playing better. And everyone says, "Well, they beat Arizona with uh, K- 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 I mean, Colt McCoy." Or going back to the Eagles comment, who what quarterback had the Eagles face this year that they beat? That was of quality. Jared Goff.
1: Kevin, I hear you, and I appreciate your call. And I guess the answer is we'll find out, right? It's you. You can't. You can't say that they won't be able to beat the good quarterbacks because they didn't do it last year. This is an entirely different defense than it was last year. What, six starters on the defense are different than they were? Yep. So that being the case, you can only speculate. He's right. They've had a pretty lucky—they've had good— They didn't even play Prescott when they played Dallas.
2: Right. right? And and they shut down—and again, I understand the reaction that's going to accompany what I'm about to say, but in Week 2, they did beat Kirk Cousins and the nine now nine and two Minnesota Vikings. Now mm-hmm. the Vikings are nine and two and have basically given up the same number of points that they've scored this season, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. But Cousins is a better than average quarterback. Kind of quarterback. Yeah. He's and having a great
1: year. I don't know if you're looking at the stats, but yeah. last time I checked, he, he had one of the best quarterback rankings in the NFL.
2: And he went into Buffalo and out Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh so he can put up numbers on a given night, and they they did a good job in week two shutting that team down.
1: All right. Do me a favor. Let's take a minute here. Uh, Get me the standings, and let's just go over the best teams in the NFL. Let's start with the NFC, and and how many actually really good quarterbacks there are. Because I think part of what's going on is there's most of the good quarterbacks are in the other conference
2: right now. Yeah, I think that's true. So the Eagles. Let's start with the NFC. The Eagles are obviously the best team at nine and one. Mm -hmm. The Vikings are nine and two. We just mentioned. I think Cousins Cousins. is is,
1: he's he's very good. He's you know people underrate him. Um, because he's kind of a putz, but he's he's a good quarterback.
2: Yeah, and it's the same dynamic we just mentioned with Tobias Harris. You're evaluating him based on his contract, too, as opposed right. to just who he is. Right, okay. Um. So there's that. Uh, Dallas is 8-3. Dak Prescott's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, The San Francisco 49ers and Seattle Seahawks are both 6-4. and four.
1: Right. Geno Smith is having a very good year. I don't know how good he is. He's having a very good year off the scrap heap. That's good yes um garoppolo you said is average to good maybe maybe good again nobody elite i hate the elite quarterback word but nobody yet who like
2: L- let's put it this that's way that's the
1: guy who's going to kill you
2: the, the 49ers like jimmy garoppolo so much that they traded up the draft trade yeah, lance and we're right. going to start him this yep. season until yep. he got hurt yep. uh so there's that the giants are seven and four you have daniel jones nah. uh, no, i'm not a believer no. i'm not i'm no. not a believer no. i just think he's, he's too not inconsistent. Horrible, but yeah. Uh, actually, the next team with a winning record is your Washington Commanders at six and five with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, right. Okay. So they're better for not having Carson Wentz in Uh, there. There
1: there is not a quarterback here yet. Well, there's a couple of good ones. There's nobody here who's going to the Hall of Fame.
2: Well, so that's the, that's the thing that we're unaccustomed to here, right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are five and five with Tom Brady, right? The Green Bay Packers are four and seven with Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, Justin Fields has been playing better lately, um, but the Bears are three and eight and now he's, and he's hurt. Yeah. Uh the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs he's with Matthew Stafford. Out. Right. He's, he's out he's and they're th- three and may, seven. He may be
1: done for the year. So there are two quarterbacks in the NFC who have been great, which would be Brady and Rodgers, and we don't know what they have left or their teams have left. Right. The next best quarterback among those you mentioned would be to me either. Oh God. Geno Co- Smith. Cousins or Geno Cousins Smith. Cousins or Prescott. Or Prescott. Cousins Pre- or Prescott. Yeah, I would yeah, take yeah. Prescott. Okay, that's fine. And Prescott is good he's not great. So there's so to his point, there's nobody great in the NFC quarterbacks. Correct. It's there for Jalen Hurts. It is. Hello. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up. We're going to do our Shive Sports this week in Philadelphia Sports History. Don't go anywhere because it is indeed a fun one. And then we get to talk about somebody who played in that game or with somebody who played in that game. Uh, Hey, for most business people, a meeting with their banker can be like a trip to the dentist. But talk to Meridian customers, you're going to hear a different story. Their business lenders come at things from your point of view, and they bring a ton of useful guidance and advice. But mostly, they're a genuinely fun group. I speak from personal experience. Hey, the word is getting out. If you'd like to take the stress out of your business banking, Meridian is the go-to bank. MeridianBanker.com.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours